0: This is a day that Christians refer to as Good Friday. But inevitably, someone will ask me every Good Friday, what makes it so good? And it is ironic, great divine irony, that a day that is so hard, hurtful, and bad for our Lord and Savior might be good for us. And we wrestle with why that is. And the sad truth is that very often people don't want to come to the cross today. And yet this is the one day when we should. It's the one day when the Catholic Church has it right, for they get to look at a crucifix, a cross with our Lord and Savior upon it. And it's definitely something that we need to see. And while our cross might be bare, it is true that Christ was once upon it. And there he offered himself, God offering God's self in human form for all humanity. Even now, we wrestle with that mystery. How could that be so? Why would it be necessary? In the Old Testament, we read about the sacrificial system, about how the blood of the lamb and the blood of those animals that were sacrificed acted as a cleansing agent, ritually cleaning those who had been sinners and those who had been polluted by their own sin. It was able to bring new life to those who made their offerings. And yet, as humankind continued to multiply, being fruitful in multiplying, as the book of Genesis says, so did their sin. It got to the point where there was no way that the sacrificial system running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, could keep up with the amount of human sin in the world. And now there are even more people. So God came in the fullness of time, in Jesus of Nazareth. And there upon the cross, God made the last the perfect sacrifice, allowing God's lifeblood to cleanse us all. It's an incredible moment when we think about it, but it is sad. It is a moment that brings us great shame, for each of us have committed sins that necessitated that sacrifice if God was to cleanse us of our sin. And fortunately for us, God loves us so very much that God was willing to go that far for us. But many Christians will not celebrate. It is a sad irony that most of Christianity will not gather in worship this day. Christians are very happy to celebrate Palm Sunday. They are very happy to rise on Easter and sing the songs of the resurrection. But there is no Easter without Good Friday. There is no resurrection without the cross. And so it is vital for us to take this time. On Palm Sunday, I challenged our family of faith here at Crozet to come and be here. Our scripture text reminds us that everything went wrong that day. Jesus had gathered together 12 apostles who had traveled with him, and he had sent them out into ministry. And they had had triumph, and they had had failure. But they also had relationship and bond, not just with each other, but with Jesus. And other disciples had come and gathered and even some of Jesus' own family had come and joined him in Jerusalem for the Passover celebration. But when he was crucified, he was abandoned, for no one could go onto the cross with him. And no one could truly get as close as they wanted to be. Even the women that were left at the base of the cross were not in close proximity. He was up there and they were down here. And most of those apostles fled in fear and terror, wondering if they were going to be next, hunted down. But this is our chance every year to not abandon our Lord and Savior. We were not alive on that day, and it's all too easy to say, well, you know, we weren't there. Why should we relive that? Because you don't have an appreciation for God's grace unless you can understand what God went through to give us that grace. And it's so important for all of us to remember that when we feel betrayed, hurt, when we are humiliated and embarrassed, when we feel forsaken and forgotten, when we are in agonizing physical pain, mental anguish, emotional torment, and spiritual desertion, Christ knows exactly what that feels like. We don't experience life in this world alone. We serve a Savior who knows what it is like to be human, who knows what it is like to suffer not only our own sins, for he did so on the cross, but also to suffer the sins of other human beings, to have their sin against him. And for six agonizing hours, he stayed on the cross. And crucifixion was designed to be long protracted, and prolonged death. It was designed to create unimaginable physical suffering. And it was intentional that they would humiliate you on top of your pain and your distress. And so they nailed him to the cross, and they left him in the heat of the day. But God doesn't abandon God's self in the persons of the Trinity. In the hottest part of the day, at high noon, darkness came over the land providing just a little bit of relief. And oftentimes we wrestle with what Jesus says right before he breathed his last. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If you live long enough as a Christian, you might have that day yourself where you wonder if you too have been forsaken by God. But what Jesus was doing on the cross at that moment was quoting a psalm. He began the first verse Of a song and those that were there if they were paying attention if they were to truly listen if they heard what he was saying they would have recognized that song and perhaps they would have continued the psalm in their heads perhaps they would have joined in those verses crying out for deliverance from one's enemies But instead, once again, those that were gathered there that were already in the midst of watching Jesus' death as a spectacle and those who were there to watch and revel in his pain and suffering and death, they did not understand. They thought that his cries of my God were him calling Elijah. And so they waited to see, would he perform one more miracle? And yes, he would. But God does things in God's time. And the miracle would be fulfilled on the third day. And all those that were gathered there had no idea just what they were witnessing. And those of us who have had the benefit of living our lives in a world that is post-Good Friday, we are those that have been given incredible gifts of grace and love. Anytime we have failed, any time we have slipped off the path, anytime we have wandered into the darkness, anytime we have turned our back on God and walked the way of our will, God's grace has been there every moment to welcome us home. Amen. The picture that we should see of Jesus isn't just of a Savior who suffers for those that he loves, but it is a Savior who with arms wide open to embrace every single person. They are arms that are spread open to the breadth of humankind, so that every person can gather close to our Lord and can find comfort in their time of need, can be reminded that they are not alone or forsaken, but that they are truly known and beloved. Good Friday is a day when we remember that gift. In my bedroom hangs a crucifix that belonged to my grandmother, which was odd because I thought she was a lifelong Methodist. And once she passed away and we had the opportunity to go to her home and and go through her things, I was shocked to find a crucifix. I was even more shocked to find out that that had been her mother's and that she had saved it because her mother actually grew up Catholic. And used to send my grandmother and her brother walking their way to the Methodist Church for Sunday school and worship. And that cross has hung in my home ever since her death. And I received it. And I see it every day because it hangs above the light switch in my room. But today, when I look at it, I am reminded that everything that we have ever experienced... Not just the bad, but the best, the good, the grace, the love, the gift of the body of Christ, the gift of the sacraments of baptism and Holy Communion, the ability to worship our God without persecution, the ability to sing the songs of our faith and revel in the pleasure of fellowship within the church. All of those gifts are possible because Jesus willingly went to the cross. And when I looked upon him before coming here to worship, I was so deeply and profoundly grateful. Today is a day when we say thank you, not just for the grace, but for the willingness of Christ to go through that for us, for those that we love, for those that have not yet been born, for those that don't yet understand just how glorious the grace of God is and that it is for them as well. Christ died for those that mocked him, for those that disbelieved him, for those that rejected him, for those that entered into conspiracy and machination to put him on the cross. He died for them. He died for us. He died for all. And it is our decision, our great free will, To embrace that grace or not but today is a day when we come before the cross and we come before our Lord and Savior in worship and we say with our presence with our prayers with our songs with our hearts with our spirits that we want to be with him not just for the good not just for the hosannas and the celebrations of Palm Sunday, not just for the hallelujahs and the joy of Easter morning, but we want to be with him on the worst day, on the day of the greatest darkness. We want to be with him. For when our time comes, when we have the greatest, darkest moment of our lives, Christ will be there for us. And that is why we come. That is why the church bothers to remember and that is why this is truly a good friday any time we are able to gather with christ is a good day and so we are here we are mindful that there are so many across the world who are suffering in their bodies in their minds in their hearts in the very depths of their being they are suffering those are the very people that christ says Go to them, help them, help them find their healing and their wholeness, show them love and grace, for I have done all of this and more for you, and now it is your turn to bear me to the world. And we come to appreciate that the suffering that we have experienced and the suffering of others is not the point. The point was not that we would suffer, but that God would set us free from suffering. And unfortunately, human sin still has times and places where it reigns. And because of that, others still suffer. And we remember that this day. We pray for them. We pray for ourselves. And we pray that because we have dared to gather with Christ this day and gather with one another, that we will find the strength and the courage to go and be with others as they suffer and help them find a way through the darkness and the pain to the joy of the kingdom to come. May that be so. May we be a people who take this time to find the courage and the conviction to go forth as disciples of Jesus Christ, who did not stay on the cross, but who rose to give us eternal life. May it be so. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.